Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson and uh, Matt. A, a huge, huge signing in the NFL today. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Signs yes. a new contract, uh, makes him the highest paid player in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Um, five years, $255 million, 179, almost 180 of that fully guaranteed. Okay. Are the Baltimore Ravens cursing under their breaths right now? I was Maybe not even under their too. breaths. They might be, they might've been throwing stuff all over the place today. Yeah. And who knows exactly how it's structured? You know, I'm sure, like all these big quarterback contracts, they're going to go to Hertz over the course of it and restructure and make cap space and all that stuff, like the Chiefs do Mahomes and all these dudes. But it's a lot of money, no, anyway, you cut it. I mean, that sounds like the agent's report. You know, we don't know what the third-year cap hit is, a fourth-year cap hit, et cetera. You mentioned Baltimore. Cincy and the Chargers have to be as concerned. Yeah. yeah. And no one ever lumps him with those guys. But Tua was drafted the same year as Burrow, Hurts, and Herbert. I don't think he's the same level player. But he's not. He's pretty happy with that, too. You know, I mean, all those guys are thrilled hearing this news. They absolutely are. And, you know, you brought up the Dolphins. I was reading something about them uh, last night. They have, I think, two picks in this draft. Is it? Is it? It's either two picks this year or two picks next year. Like they have well, they, no, they have no draft capital. Like the next three years. I know. I, I, I don't. It was a Pro Football Focus thing. Is they put out a chart of every team's draft capital for this this year. The Steelers were eleven or twelve, as you would imagine. They're pretty good stuff, but they don't have a super early pick. Houston was one. Miami was a distant 32nd. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's I mean, not even. They're mortgaging their future like crazy. Yeah, I, I just. It, it, so they're in it to win it. So my point of bringing that up is they're married to Tua. They have to give him a new deal. I know. it's. Or they got no the... other way of going out and getting another quarterback. They're not trading draft picks for quarterbacks. They're not. Right. You know, what do they, they got nothing. They can't trade up and go get one. They don't have first round draft picks. 
I mean, they could tamper and try to get Brady back. <laughs> that mean, already cost so, him a draft pick this year. Right, right, yeah. right. No, I mean, it's – I mean, I guess they could pick up his fifth-year option, which they already said they're going to do. You could franchise him and buy some time. But, I mean, are you going to start trading Tyreek Hills? And they're already talking about extending well, – Tyreek said he's, he's – Tyreek said he's done after 2025. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you, got, you got him for three more years, and he said he's done. And you mentioned the Hertz contract, but I think the Jeffrey Simmons contract is a big deal too, because Wilkins, Lawrence, Quinn and Williams, who already said he's going to sit out these voluntary stuff. Well, the Miami is one of those guys. Those are all guys who are about to get super expensive too. Like they have two huge contracts looming in Wilkins and Tua. And you don't know if Tua is good. Yeah. It's a, it's a kind of an issue. So Jalen Hurts gets paid. Uh, as we mentioned, I, I think uh, this does not help Baltimore's situation with Lamar Jackson at all, no, largely no, no. because of the, again, the guaranteed money. Right. 180, basically $180 million of that is fully guaranteed. And, um, you know, again, if I, I'm going to say if I'm Lamar's agent, but you can't say that, um, you know. Right. If you're his Lamar, Yeah. <laughs> so right. if I'm Lamar, I'm going, okay. I've potentially, you know, it's arguable that I've done, I know I've done more than Deshaun Watson. No question. Um, to a Super Bowl, but he's really only had one really, really right. Good he's year. only had one good year. I was the MVP. I've had more than one good year. Mm-hmm. Um, His body works better. Yeah. And there was a thing out there, uh, Peter King. I saw a video last week of Peter King talking about why teams don't want to pay Lamar Jackson. And they're talking, he's talking about, well, you know, he's only played one game in, in December and January, the last two years. Yeah. You know how many games Deshaun Watson had played in December and January, the previous two seasons before uh, Cleveland gave him that fully guaranteed contract. I bet very, very few. That would be zero. <laughs> he didn't play one because he went yeah. and got himself suspended. Yeah. He sat out a year, like right. right. I forgot. Yeah, he didn't have nobody. They didn't have a problem giving that guy the money. Of course, yeah. He went seven hundred days without playing. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Lamar's a tough contract. We've talked that to death. There's no doubt, but his case is getting stronger and stronger for the guaranteed money. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, and, and if I look at that, you know, you know, people want to bring up the injury stuff. People forget Jalen Hurts was hurt last year. He missed a little bit of time, yeah. He missed some time. I mean, that's the that's the price of doing business, I think, with these quarterbacks who run so much. And I know people say, well, they get hurt more in the pocket than they do running. That's all well and good. But their body but gets beat. Their body gets more beat up. Look at Cam Newton. Cam Newton's out of football right now because of the way he played football. Yes, yes, yes. No doubt about it. And I worry about Josh Allen. I worry about Hurts. You know, I mean, Hurts has started 15 games in each of the last two seasons. So he's missed two starts in each of the last two seasons. Yeah. No, I I hear you. And he could have missed more last year. The other thing, I'm not saying it's a bad move. I think you have to give Hurts that contract, and you want to do it before Herbert and Burrow, who I think will get more than him. Don't get me wrong. But – no one's had it easier than Hurts in terms of players around them. You know, like 
he has the best line in the league. He's got elite receivers, a great run game. And to his credit, he's gotten better and better and better and better. So I would have given him the contract too. But considering he's going to be making 40, 50, 60 million a year, whatever it all turns out to be, those days are over, you know, like, (laughs) so he's going to have to do more. And again, it's not a bad contract. I mean, I would do the same thing for Herbert Burrow, him, you know, and Lamar for that matter, but it's not without risk either. No, there's always going to be risk when you spend that much money on a single Mm -hmm. player, you know, basically, you give that guy a $250 million contract over a five-year period. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm no mathematician here, but right now the salary cap in the league is what, 225 ish. Yeah. Essentially you're saying over the next five years, he's going to be 20% of your salary cap. Yeah. Which will keep going up, but so will his yearly rates and all that stuff too. You know? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't leave a lot. Um, And he is going to get hit. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like, I think the Bills have tried to have Allen run less, but that's easier said than done when he's your best runner and it's third and six in you're New playing, York. Yeah, you're playing the Chiefs and you got to right, win this right. game. And you're losing yeah. by four. I mean, you tell Josh, hey, you know, we're worried about your contract. You know, don't get hurt. <laughs> don't go out there and get hurt. Right? Right, yeah, right. you're going to run hurts a lot. Yeah, it's it's an interesting conundrum right now mm-hmm. in the NFL. Um, everybody wants the quarterbacks, the mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. But then you have to pay them and you're like, well, but he, he opens himself up to, to more injuries because of how much he runs with the football. Like yeah. Jalen hurts last year. Okay. I'm, I'm looking here at his stats. I mean, so, it's amazing taking this long in NFL history, but this is still sort of a new experiment that we haven't seen enough. Michael Vicks, Cam Newton's that have been heavy, heavy runners last 12 15 years you know what i mean and this is not enough sample size so he he uh, attempted 460 passes last year you know what hurts yeah okay he was sacked 38 times behind the best line in the league behind the best line in the league in terms of his running he ran the ball last year 165 times and how many of those were him getting shoved from behind by some big guy into a pile of, of humanity. I know that's an unstoppable play, but I think it's a very dangerous play for the it's a very dangerous play for your quarterback with everybody falling on his legs and on his arms yeah, and yeah. you know, you all those kinds of things. And he's for you. He's a big dude. I mean, he's, he's oh, you know, yeah. 206, one, two twenty three. So he's put together. Well, he's very strong. Yes. Yeah. But you're still, you're still opening up. So 38 hits, 38 sacks, 169 carries. That's over 200 hits that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And all the times that he was hit while he was passing. Right, right, right. And 460, let's, let's say that happened 10% of the time. Well, that's, another 400, that's another 46 hits yeah. that he took standing yeah. in the pocket. And you can minus 30 of them that he slid or went out of bounds. Stepped out of bounds or whatever. But he had the 200 hits last year. Right. I mean, he has 23 rushing touchdowns over the last two years. I mean, he's been unbelievably productive, but he's taking a beating. I mean, he's taking close to a running back like beating. Right. And we talk about running backs. Well, you know, there's a shelf life for running backs, but nobody right. ever talks about that with the, with the quarterbacks like this. No, I 100% agree. 
what is encouraging about Hertz, which frankly I didn't see coming. I didn't see it coming for Josh Allen. He keeps getting better. I mean, his passing, his accuracy, his deep ball, his anticipation is much better now than when he came out of school, better than it was a year ago. So you would think you're still buying when he's on the rise. Yeah. The athleticism and the supporting cast is never going to be better than it is now. So I just looked this up, Matt. Cam Newton, in his 11-year career, Mm -hmm. had 1,118 rushing attempts for 5,628 yards. Okay. Let's say that's for a running back. That's, you know, for a, a reasonably used running back, that's about five years wear and tear. Let's say 200 carries a year, give or take. Yeah. yeah. But then you add a sacks into into the equation. Yeah. And he was hit or get hurt on a sack than you are a carry. He was sacked 332 times. So wow. now you're up to, you're up around 25 or uh, 1500 career touches. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't include all the times again where he got hit when he's standing in the pocket, right? Right. After throwing a pass, whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so you're you're talking and, about a guy that probably over the course of an 11 year career was hit two thousand times, and as big and strong as Hertz is, Cam can match him easily. I mean, he's you a 250 pound guy, right? Right. And taller, and you know, maybe he's not can't squat as much or whatever, but he's big and strong. That's for sure. But at 32, he was done. I mean, I'm changing the course of the tone of the conversation a little, but Bryce Young scares the living daylights out of me. And not even if he never runs once in his life, you know, I mean, Tua, Lamar, Kyler, look at their games played after their rookie year or so. You know, like Tua came in the league hurt. He's been hurt several times since. He just got out of concussion protocol like a month ago. You know, Lamar has not finished the last two seasons. I think he only has played every game in a year once. Kyler is hurt as we speak and is probably going to miss the, the big portion of next year and finishes every year slow and hobbled. I mean, those guys are at least big and had shown that they can handle the punishment, the Allens, the Hurts, the Newtons. These little guys, even if they don't run, body gets the crap beat out of it. Yeah, I mean, you're playing 17 games now. Right, right, right. But it's the cost Hopefully of doing that. business with a quarterback. Mm-hmm. To me, I would rather – I'd still rather have the quarterback who can run as opposed to a quarterback who runs but is also, you know, a passer. Like a picket you're going with? You know, like a – Pick a Mahomes, a picket, a, a Burrow. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah. rely on it. Uh, yeah, I don't want that to be something that my offensive coordinator says – well, we need to run him five to ten times a game mm-hmm. like, on purpose. Right. I mean, I think you don't – the days of statuesque dudes, with all respect to Marino and Brady and Manning, are probably gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'd put a Herbert in that category, too. Like, he, he, oh, he's, he's, not a, yeah. he's not a runner, but he can run. Yeah. Like, Burrow's not great at it, but – if the C's part, he'll get you eight or nine slide first down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Pickett's a better runner than Burrow, you know? Right. But it's just, you know, I, I worry about these guys, these teams. I don't, I don't worry about them, but these teams giving these contracts to these guys whose, you know, main attribute is their running ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, their passers as well. But these te- these teams are designing runs for these guys. Does Philadelphia now, because they've got this kind of, capital 
tied up in 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 Hurts, they do they go to now and say, hey guys, we can't be running Jalen Hurts 160 times this year. We can't he can't run 10 times a game. We're paying him That's 250 right. million dollars. That has to be under 100. That has to be 80. You know, yeah. much, you know. See, it's a different world. Like Justin Fields was really really struggling, and then they started using him designed run after design run and the bears got much harder to play against and fields it gave him leeway to improve the other things and you know and whatnot like i have faith that anthony richardson even though he's very underdeveloped as a passer will be hard to play against in week one this year you know yeah but the conversation is not do i draft him in the top 10 or fields or whomever is do is he going to last 12 years for me? You know, like I remember you and I having this conversation with about Newton all the time is do you just run him into the ground and keep him doing what he's doing? Or do you ask him to do something he's less effective at? And the numbers and the money wasn't nearly as big back then. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting conundrum for sure. And it's one. So for example, so on his podcast last week, Ben Roethlisberger, comes out and says that he says that teams would much rather Lamar stay in the pocket than get out and run. He's a hundred percent correct. He is. He's a hundred percent correct. And, and you know, all the analytics people can, Oh no, that's wrong. Look at Lamar's stats in the pocket. He's Lamar has a better passer rating in his career in the pocket than Roethlisberger did. Now the degree okay. of difficulty, I mean, the degree of difficulty it. there, we're talking about, Look, I'd like to take a look at Lamar's passes in the pocket. Right. And, and I don't think com- he's bad from the pocket, but I think Ben's 100% right because you want to keep him in the pocket. <laughs> right. I mean, you prepared all week for their route concepts and you're playing defense against stuff you know as opposed to doing his own thing that you've yeah. never prepared against. It's the same thing argument with, with Fields. Like, oh, wait, we want to keep Justin Fields in the pocket. No kidding. Yeah. You see, I mean, everybody's seen the highlight real runs that he, I mean, he was on a ridiculous tear, you know, the second half of last year. And ripping a lot of off 60 just, yard runs. Right. I mean, you want to keep Mahomes in the pocket too. I mean, I bet the scouting report on Ben in his prime was you want to keep him in the pocket. Yeah. Don't you let him get out of the pocket. Way. Right. You don't no, want to outside the pocket and have, you know, once he starts to, when, when things break down, that's when he gets the most dangerous. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know that that means much. And I 100% agree with Ben. I don't care what the numbers say. I mean, I think Lamar is very good from the pocket, but that's not his best attribute. That doesn't, that's not what makes him a $50 million a year guy. No, if I'm playing him, I want him in the pocket. Right. Know exactly where he's at. I don't, I don't want to stress my defensive backs out more by saying, Hey, we're just going to rush willy nilly here. And you cover those guys down the field for five seconds, but, he might be running past you because we're not right. going to keep him in the pocket at all. We're just going to, you know, send guys and, you know, over overrun him and things of that nature. It's just silliness. Especially with their receivers. It's not like he had Tyreek Hill either, you know. Right, like, right. Or AB in his prime, you know, how well he'd break <laughs> off routes and do those type of things. And it, without question, those guys, you have to have a very distinct pass rush plan. And that's one of the things that it, it's kind of a, an added benefit that people don't think about is Derek Thomas, Lawrence Taylor can't tee off like they usually do against those quarterbacks because it, so it slows down your best pass rushers too. 
Yeah, that's why it's kind of amazing the Steelers have had the success that they've had against Lamar. Although, mm-hmm. to be fair, I think Lamar still only made three starts against the Steelers in his career. Yeah, it's a little shocking. shocking. He's, he's always not. hurt, you know, when, when they play the Steelers. That. Yeah. Which yeah. takes us back to the initial conversation. Yep. What do you do with these guys? So this is a much larger conversation than we have time for. But what's I just heard this, that of the last 31 Super Bowls, 27 of those Super Bowl winning quarterbacks are Hall of Famers or are expected to be Hall of Famers. Ben, Brady, Breeze, you know, guys that aren't in yet. Yeah. One of them, Stafford, who I don't know will go or not. Two of them is Eli, which I think will go. Flacco. But he's one of the four that aren't. The yeah. four that aren't are Flacco, Brad Johnson, Foles, and Dilfer. So two or three of them had elite, elite defenses. And I don't know that you can win that way anymore. And one of the future Hall of Famers was Peyton Manning with the Broncos, who wasn't quite Peyton Manning and had an elite defense. So, yeah. but my point is, and I think, and this again, a much bigger conversation, but people don't look at it in this light, but it's almost like if I'm a GM and I'm a single out picket because we're talking about the Steelers, do I think he can be a Hall of Famer, you know, after year two, three, four? If the answer is no, do I really have very little chance of winning a Super Bowl in this league? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you look at the other side of that and you say, okay, teams have gotten there mm-hmm. off. You mentioned Stafford. Right, right, I mean, right. But if you also have the great defense, that's why the Steelers are trying to build that defense. I, I wrote about this last week or two weeks ago, my five for Friday. People are saying, oh, the Steelers need to go out and score 30 points, uh, you know, or they can't compete with the Chiefs. No, that's not the case. The Chiefs right. last year, last season, the Kansas City Chiefs scored more than 30 points. You know how many times, Matt? I don't know. I mean, I bet it's not a high number the way you're phrasing the conversation, but they eight were times. Wow. Okay. They had more games where they were under 30 points than they were over it. No team in the league last year averaged 30 points. The and Chiefs were number one in scoring. Bad. Yeah. And they uh, were the best team in the league. Yeah. The teams that beat the Chiefs weren't the teams that got into a shootout with them. It was the teams that held them in, you know, at least semi in check. Yeah. Right, right, right. You keep them around 20. And you and you win the shootout game that way. Yeah, shootouts what they want. They have pass rushers and they have Yeah, that's money. how they're built to play. That's right, like right. going into a you know, I, I'm gonna go go get in a fun gunfight here with Wyatt Earp. I'm right, gonna right, lose. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. What am I doing? No, I'm you gonna... don't want you don't want twelve possessions each. You want eight. It's like the it's like the you know the, the revolutionary war. The British mm-hmm. they want to come out and everybody lines up and we march and everybody and we stand there and we shoot at each other. Mm-hmm. No, and then the Americans said, well, we're not gonna do that. We're going to get behind, we're going to stand behind trees and shoot at these guys. I'm not going to wear red in the forest. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to, we're going to ambush them and, you know, do things like that. I don't want to fight these guys head on. They get the greatest army in the world. Like the Ewoks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I always use this example too. Like I might beat Steph Curry in a three point shooting contest. If it's the first one to one or first one to two, but if it's first one to a hundred, I'll never, ever, ever, ever win. But if I can limit the Chiefs to eight or nine possessions and not 13, I got a better chance. It's the same thing that I said after that playoff game a couple of years ago when they went out there. 
And the Steelers defense holds them out, keeps them out of the end zone on six consecutive possessions to start the game. Right, right, right. How often six is that consecutive up? possessions. That only got them to midway through the second quarter because the offense, Steelers offense wasn't doing anything. You can't give them that many bites at the apple. They're and the Steelers out. defense even right. scored. They scored, and it didn't matter because it was only seven nothing. If yeah. after six, if they, if you can limit them to six possessions, and all of a sudden we're in the middle of the fourth quarter, now we're talking. Oh, you're in it. Yeah, you're in it. Right, right. That's how the Bengals have beaten them. Exactly. Exactly. You limit those possessions, so yeah. you play good defense, but you also control the football. It has to be a team win. You know? Yeah. Yeah, right. I 100% agree. You saw uh, what the Bills tried to win a shootout with him in the playoffs a couple of years ago. We saw how that worked out. Game goes to overtime yeah, and bing, 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 game's over. Yeah. I mean, I'm still a big believer that fourth quarter defense is nearly extinct, especially for a team like the Chiefs. You know, Mahomes and Reed figure you out and you get, you're tired running around and trying to keep up. And one, one note about that Super Bowl and Hall of Fame thing, too, because I brought it up on my podcast the other day. And my co-host said, that's a really interesting conversation, but there's a chicken or egg, too. You know, like, would Eli yeah. be a Hall of Famer if he didn't win the Super Bowls? And is he the reason that the Giants won the Super Bowl? No, it's probably their D-line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and somebody, see, I don't even know that Eli is a Hall of Famer. And I, I think he's as close to a borderline guy as there's ever going to be, too. He right. wouldn't get my vote, but I think he's going to go, you know. Yeah. Um. We're going to take another break here. Hey, Matt, did you know that uh, you can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker? Just say, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart. And iHeart, or uh, iHeart and Alexa, actually, will take care of the rest. Uh, <laughs> he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's beyond zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our beyond zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyond zero.